go. This is not a test recording, and this is recording. There we go. Finally, where did my notes go? Oh my goodness, expat life, what is it about? Mooncakes made late, but we tried. Moving around files and prepping episode number 41. Singapore next week. Haven't been there in a while. Expat life, what is it like? Last day before the noise starts again. Or is it later? Can't remember. Got to find a new language partner and a couple of uh, idioms here for you today. Or uh, I guess they're not Chung Yu. Yeah, they're idioms. But uh, I'll give them to you anyway. Folks, it is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. I'm Stephen Sersky. I hope you are doing well. Wherever in the world you are situated, I am situated in Beijing, China. I've been here for a Quite a, quite a while now, I guess, and uh, picking up the Mandarin language as we go along. I am looking for a new language partner. I think I found uh, another one. This time a guy, actually, on uh, italki. So uh, he is uh, he's not in Beijing. He's somewhere across the country. So it might be interesting to change things up a little bit to uh, talk with another working person uh, who can, uh, you know, just... I, I'm not sure of his English level. So far, all the messages have been in Chinese uh, but I do, I think it'd be a good idea to get back into uh, practicing the Chinese language. I have been doing this 30-day uh, Chinese speaking challenge where I speak for one minute. I record it. You can see these on my, my uh, language vlog uh, channel on uh, on YouTube. And uh, I've been carrying on with that. It's been eight days so far. And you know, barring sort of any unforeseen circumstances, like no internet connection for 25 hours, uh, I should be able to uh, continue on with this uh, right until the uh, end of October. I did sort of have the idea to keep on going. You know, maybe at the end of one month, I go to two minutes, maybe. But I, I at this point, I kind of have to wonder, like, what's the quality of the Chinese that I'm I'm spouting, right? It's all great to be like talking and everything like that. But if either no one's understanding or... I'm just so completely off uh, my pronunciation or something. I might have to sort of rethink um, whether or not I'd want to have that consuming my time. Not that it consumes very much time. Matter of fact, I'm just thinking right now, if um, if push if, if I want to change things up in a month's time, instead of doing free form one month, the next month I can do two minutes scripted. Ask ChatGPT or whatever. Uh, get someone to, um, or even just like recitations, uh, reading for two uh, two minutes every day or something like that. Just uh, nice and pick a chunk of text and, and read that, the opinion or something. Uh, and then that way uh, I can continue on. It might be interesting. And again, one of the reasons I started this language vlog um, last year already at this point Dual purpose. Uh, one was to practice my own language abilities and to keep myself honest in my language learning. And two is to uh, sort of uh, give some, give people an idea of what it takes to learn another, another language, in particular um, like English, but also Mandarin Chinese, and then any other language that people uh, sort of want to um, uh, pick up along the way. So that uh, that's in the works. New language partner and uh, continuing language challenge online. Mooncakes made. Finally made them. We were supposed to make them last week, but we just never got around to it. Uh, and uh, I we were successful right up until the end. 
which uh, I think I was the one who said, well, no, we should cook them for a little bit longer. And I think that was the uh, the point that they turned into rocks because they were pretty dry when they uh, came out. And uh, or once once they cooled off, they were very hard to um, sort of well, penetrate. Very uh, spoon knife. You have to saw that uh, saw them in half, and that's not how a mooncake is supposed to be. It's supposed to be nice and soft uh, and sort of easily breakable. So we did bake them for a little bit too long. Um, I guess you, you only need about half hour for them. Maybe as soon as they maybe as they're turning golden, you take them out. And then that just let them sit. And I guess they're supposed to be a little bit, not doughy, but soft inside. Oh, well, you live and learn. They are um, rather labor-intensive uh, snacks, desserts, labor-intensive food items. Because it did take us three or four hours, basically, to do all of the dough, uh, like the dough, the dough preparation, the rolling out, um, the fillings stamping them and everything so uh not a short term endeavor for sure good thing it's only once a year and we only had we only got like two dozen maybe maybe 20 or so uh so i mean it's enough for us and uh, the girlfriend will take some home with her for her parents and I'm not sure if her parents are going to eat them because it might be too hard <laughs> i was thinking actually of soaking them in cream like a, a cream or milk or something like that uh ice cream didn't really penetrate didn't didn't soften it very much but i guess if you were to shatter the this is funny you have to shatter the moon cake uh but you do that and you mix some some milk with it it'd be like having a cereal basically because we put the uh, the mixed nuts uh inside we also tried one with uh dark chocolate that one worked as well so that was a a decent surprise and and since that one was softer than the nuts i think that one actually turned out a little bit better so yeah we tried the moon cakes what's the next thing that we're going to try well, I think typically we wait until December when we'll try to do pierogies and then uh, Spring Festival we'll do uh, Jalza once again if we're feeling sort of motivated to do it. If not, then then we just won't do it. Maybe maybe her mother will make Jalza instead. <laughs> we'll just have those instead. might make things a lot easier. Uh, moving files around and making uh, and prepping episode number 41. So uh, this is the episode that I had recorded uh, midway through August and uh, actually towards the end of August, I guess. Uh, and uh, I need to get that going as well. I want to get this published within the week or so. I know I say that every single time, um, but uh, since I am departing for Singapore uh, sometime on the weekend, I want to make sure I can, you know, at least be far enough along that any tweaks could be done on the road sort of thing, if that makes sense. Uh, and then that way I could have it out. Uh, and then that way on, once I return from Singapore, I'd start working on episode number 42. And I already have an idea for who episode number 43 could actually be. I know if you're wondering, like, why, why does it take me so long to uh, record these? Like some podcasts release new episodes every every week. I'm like, because like, they have a team of people working for them. Or it's like, or it's so much of a part of their job to talk to these people anyway that reaching out to them isn't a big deal. Whereas for me, it's like, it's a diverse diverse selection of people that I talk to and not always in the same time zone. Uh, and so, it, and given that podcasting isn't really my job, actually, it's not my job. It's not even really, not really. It's, it's not my job at all. 
Um, and I'm not sure if I'd want it to be my job, at least not a, a major portion of it. So I look at that and kind of go, hmm, you know, having one episode every couple of months sometimes. I've said this before, these, the, the big podcasts, the ones where I talk to other people for a couple hours, those are more like live shows than anything else. This here, this little podcast that you're listening to is like more of like, it's sort of replaced the daily blogging or the blogging that I used to do quite a bit of. Uh, now, my writing has moved into Substack and newsletter format, uh, but uh, this podcast here just sort of is like a, a conduit to my brain, my thinks and thoughts as I sort of sit here in Beijing, China and live the life of an expat. But uh, so that's that's part of the reason why it takes me so long is just because I have it's I'm doing this all myself. Um, I guess I could hire someone else, but I figure, well, I, I would like to learn how to do this too. And once things get busy enough where I'm maybe doing, I'm able to sort of coordinate more um, guests and stuff like that, maybe it'd be time to bring in someone to do some audio or video work uh, at that point. So episode 41, in the works, let's put it that way. Singapore next week, haven't been in a while. Hot is what I remember, but I was there... Was it January, February, or like it was in the springtime, I think, somewhere around there. Maybe it wasn't January. I can't remember exactly. Sometime around there, uh, where I was just sort of bumming around Southeast Asia. Oh, I was there in August. That's when I was there. Yeah, that was hot. I remember that. Uh, and it was extraordinarily hot in August. But then also, I think I went another time. Yeah, it must have been like June or July. And again, it was just super hot or something. So, this time it's going to be a little bit nicer. Hopefully it's not raining the entire time because I guess uh, Singapore is a little bit susceptible to having rain all the time. I'm talking to the girlfriend, I'm like, have you made a plan yet? And she's like, no, you never like following my plans. I'm like, that's not true, darling. It's not true, not true at all. She's like, well, pretty much yeah, it is. And I, I'm kind of thinking about like my travel style where I just kind of show up in a place and I start looking around. Uh, whereas the I think... The few times that we've traveled together, uh, I think the, the class example of this is that when we went to Taiwan, I think it was Taiwan, yeah, she had a full detailed itinerary of things to do, and I don't think we did any of it. I mean, not in that order anyway, uh, and certainly not as efficient as she had laid out in the itinerary. So, oops, <laughs> different travel styles. We don't typically, typically get too mad at each other while we're at it, while we're on the road, but... Uh, so there's been some interesting miscommunications along the way about uh, how uh, how much we should do and how we sh how we should get it done. So this will be interesting uh, going to uh, Singapore. I haven't been in a while. I can't imagine that the, the city has changed very much, uh, given that it's you know it sort of boasts itself as being a very stable area. One thing I would like to read up about is the history between Malaysia and Singapore, and like. Why is Singapore the way it is and Malaysia is the other way? So that's that's one thing I've never really sort of uh, been too clear about. Expat life, what is it about and how is it? So this is actually uh, formulating ideas for my next newsletter. I figured today I had some time today. I should get some thinking down on whatever. I was going to actually, you know, try to buff up my uh, posts maybe twice a week or something. I'm thinking, man, it's a, it's a lot of... If it's... This audio blog does take... Uh, some time. I was actually thinking about taking some of these portions and turning them into blog posts. I could do it, but that would require me to transcribe some of the things, edit them, and then publish them that way. So 
uh, I know it's, there's a lot of ideas getting sort of a, a good workflow going. Maybe if I, you know, if I hit across some really good ideas uh, quite a few times in a row, I sort of transcribe them. I was going to use otter.ai, transcribe this audio blog, take the text, put it into a, a newsletter format, and then fire that off. I thought that would be sort of the most efficient way to do it, which I think is probably the most efficient way to do it. Just making sure I can remember some of the things I said, some of the gold nuggets that I say during this uh, daily podcast, right? So what is the expat life about? I mean, sort of hashtagging, so not hashtagging, uh, hashing out the idea, brainstorming, like, can the expat life be boring? And I, I, there are, you know, there are quite a few expats I know. Uh, some of us are very boring in our lives and other people are always like on the go and they're always seeing things and stuff like that. I mean, and, and especially when you go back to your hometowns or something, people are like, oh man, did you see this? Did you see that? Uh, and it, you know, all the questions are like, well, what about this and what about that? And it, it really is, it sort of marks you as someone who's like always on the move, always seeing and traveling stuff. Whereas like really most of our life is spent in our apartments, especially if we work from home uh, and maybe we'll speak Chinese. Maybe we'll try to study the language. Uh, some of us have given up already, but uh, that being the case, that in itself is an, you know, an adventure because you just don't always know what people are saying. I mean, no matter how high level you are, Unless you're extraordinarily proficient in the language, you're always kind of going, not sure I really got everything there. That's a, that's a very good question. So I uh, look forward to that newsletter out very soon. Last day before the new noise starts again. Actually, tomorrow is another day off, another official day off. So that's October 4th. Thursday, maybe the generator will start again and my happiness will not so much decrease, but be impinged. We'll be made a little less, a little less silent. It'll be a little bit more noisy in my neighborhood. Maybe not Friday, but definitely by Saturday, that generator is going to be going uh, as uh, the workers return in full force to their jobs that they love so much in the mainland of China. Um, mainland stock market is still closed for the rest of the week. So, uh, although I think Hong Kong is open. If not tomorrow, it'll be open on Thursday. I'm pretty sure. I think it is. Thursday, Friday, Hong Kong is open, then closed again on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, got to find a, a new language partner. A partner talked to you about this already. I've got two new, um, I guess these are Cheng Yu. Well, they're, they're idioms. Um, been been given to me by uh, other folks. One, one, one by my girlfriend, which uh, is going to kind of... I think would make you laugh, but uh, very important if uh, you have a relationship to make sure that you are communicating with each other. I've talked about communication and traveling and stuff like that, making sure you're on the same page in some things, uh, maybe some uh, understandings, just so, you know, uh, you can, you don't have misunderstandings about some little things and that the conversations don't just stop because you don't understand each other anymore. Which, not going to lie, um, as an expat of, of many years, I have found that um, one of the sort of secrets to success is to sometimes just not hear what the other person's saying. And I, I say that in sort of in the way that as many long-term relationship people will have will say, is like, you know, sometimes you just got to listen 
and you can't always respond? Well, a language barrier makes that easier. So the two I got here are Xin Ling Shou Tiao, which is deft and clever. Now this is in regard to the mooncake making a, uh, one lady commented like, oh, it's pretty neat that you're actually able to uh, make these things. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I mean, we have we have, we have molds that we follow. We didn't carve the patterns ourselves, but uh, she of, of Chinese descent was like, yeah, it's still a, a long, it's a long process to make a mooncake. It's not easy, you know. That that's why we go buy them at the store. It's just easier than making them yourself. It's not like the jiaozi. Jiaozi far easier uh, to get done than the uh, the mooncakes themselves. And the second one is ba tian or tian liao si le ba tian liao si le. So this is dead communication. This is in regard to basically. Uh, dead-end questions or dead-end responses. Closed responses, I guess, is what we'd say in the ESL response, ESL world because uh, a closed response would sort of have us to go like, why? What do you mean? Like, tell me, can you tell me a little bit more about what the heck you were talking about? Because that one-word answer, the two-word answer, didn't really suffice. Uh, and so, ba tian liao si le is... Uh, Ba as in like place, fang ba, ba fang, ba dao, fang dao, shema de dong si, tian liao, so tian is in day, liao is in talk, si le as in like dead, so it was a dead communication. Yeah, it was kind of, this was in regard to me and the significant other, we're talking, and she asked me a question, and what was it about? Oh, it was something along the lines of, Either it was the podcast or something I was doing on my computer. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, why not? Sort of thing. And he's like, that's not a very good response. <laughs> and to me, I'm going, well, if I explain it to you, like, I can't explain it all in Chinese. If I could, like, if my own language fail, that I'm not able to explain a lot of the things that I do in Chinese. This is something I'm going to address. Uh, particularly like all the film terminology, possibly the stock um, terminology as well, stock market terminology, that'd be a good thing to sort of learn as well. Uh, but uh, I've noticed that these, like the formulaic chunks that we use in in English, uh, one, this is going to sound wrap it up, but this is like wrap it up as in like a sandwich wrap. How do you wrap up something in Chinese? I don't know, but in English you can say it, I can say it pretty easily. Fang jirba, like put it like this. That's using simplistic language all the time like this really does kind of detract from being able to um, feel as if I'm communicating properly, uh, basically in the in the Mandarin uh, Chinese language. So uh, this this dead communication comment is basically because I'm going, I don't know. I mean, it's just how it is. And then, then I'm thinking, well, I guess I could sort of explain it a little bit more. How do I explain it in simpler terms so that I can get the point across, but that it doesn't have all a complicated sort of terminology that I have, that I'm thinking in my mind, basically. So, ba tian liao si le, dead communication. And the other one was xin ning shou tiao. Which deft and clever in regard to uh, making the mooncakes. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensersky.com. 
Hope you're all out there. Get your runs in. I know it's getting smog into Beijing, but uh, got to keep active. If anything, just go lift some kettlebells or some water bottles. That'll help as well. Thanks again. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.